I like that. Is that it? I like that version. That's not the version I'm used no, to. Yeah, and it was a last minute put together, but hey, we got her done. Um, I'm used to the one from the Youpers. That was a little more slower. Uh, yeah, I think it was. the second week of their camp. But uh, that was a good one. A little faster. Yeah, I like it. Had it a little more, uh, a little oomph to it. And the reason oomph. Brandon was playing that is because it is the second week of deer camp. It's yep. the last week. Is it? No, I, th- I think up north has one more weekend. I think up in Ely, Minnesota, up in that area, because there's no deer. So why not? <laughs> they get an extra. They it get could, an extra crack. It at could it. be a 12 month season. <laughs> they don't give a rat's butt. Yeah, but uh, that was Brandon behind the behind the glass for us. I'm Steve Strusinski. Uh, Mark Lukey's to my left. And the four outdoors and radio show oh, and Garrett, my buddy Garrett. Uh, someday we'll. I can't see it. I only see a red head. Yeah, well, yeah, you can. But anyway, he'll, he'll be taking over as well. But a lot of fun. But four outdoors, man, every Sunday night at uh, six o'clock at mybobcountry.com. Join us if you would. My buddy Mark, we, we just came back from an exciting hockey game just about a half an hour ago, didn't we? Yeah, Nick's first game was in Elk River, so it made sense for you to come with me. And congratulations, Nick. A first victory, four nothing over. Dirty Elk River. We beat him good, and uh, I'm proud of him. He had a great game. Uh, I thought Nick did well. Nick is 10 years old, right? 10, 10 years Almost old. Almost 11, yep. Um, Next month, 11. Yeah, I didn't see any mistakes, I think. Now, hey, Nick, are you comfortable? You can nod if you want to. Are you comfortable playing defense? You would rather play forward. Oh, you like defense? You're a good skater, and he's a smart kid. He makes good decisions. That's more important than skating ability when you make good decisions. So it was, it was a lot of fun to watch. So uh, do you have a big week, Mr. Lukey? Huh? What's, what's new with you, pal? Yeah, it's been, um, it's been a great week. I didn't get out hunting again. I think, I think opener was my last hurrah for deer. I'm, I, I might go out with muzzleloader later on in the season. Um, up to Mike's property. I've already blown through a lot of my venison, giving it away. Really? So my freezer's getting low, so I'm thinking about it. If, if I get an invite from a, a local property owner like Mike Heinen, I might take him up on it for a day or something. And, yeah, Mike Heinen, you mean our new sponsor. Our new sponsor, yeah, Mike Heinen, yeah. yes. We'll talk about that later on, but yeah. well, good. For- so it was a great week, yeah. So our Centennial Cougar football team won. They're headed to U.S. Bank Stadium. So we're going to be going down there Thursday to watch them play Lakeville South, I believe. And I'm going with you. And you're going with me. Yeah, That's it should be fun. a lot of fun. That's uh they're playing Lakeville, you said, and I know that they're like nine and one or ten and zero oh or some dumb yeah. thing like that. So there's uh, two Lakeville teams in the tournament, which yeah. is weird. Can you imagine a Lakeville Lakeville championship game? That'd be weird. That'd be cool. I was telling, we were talking about this earlier. When these teams, we're like, talking high school football. High school by the way. football right now, it's, and they play that outside most of the time. Mm-hmm. They played outside most of the time. But think of the talent these guys had when they were Lakeville at one time, and now they split, and they still have enough talent to be one of the top five teams in the country. In well, the that's right you know that's a big booming community right now so i mean when they were only one school they're probably not close to as big as they are now but um yeah splitting that up that that really does dilute the talent but they're still making it apparently keep talking i gotta go get something keep talking anyway uh well, so they beat the andover huskies are going to play chanhassen at the bank next weekend too. are they yeah. nice are they 4a or 6a 6a how's that work isn't 5a the biggest 
I got no clue. I cannot tell you. It that's always confusing to me. I grew up in Wisconsin where it's reversed. Like one A was the biggest, right. and the more A's, the smaller the school. But it's reversed here. Yeah. But um, they must be smaller than Centennial. Well, I smaller think. than Centennial, Blaine and so, Oka were. Yeah. So I guess they're four A. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Is that was that your high school? That's my high school. Did you yeah. play? I did not. No, my brother plays though. So nice. He's currently on the team. He's currently on. Are the you team. gonna go? Are you gonna go watch We're him? Gonna go watch him. Yep. Awesome. Well, that's fun. It'll be fun. So as long as we don't get blown out. Yeah. No kidding. Good times. Anyway, you're back. I'm back. What I couldn't find for? it. It's probably in your car someplace. I was telling you that uh, I had a really busy week. My pretty wife Diana and I had a pretty busy week. We went Wednesday. We went to see. Uh, uh, what do we do on Wednesday? On Wednesday we went to see. Oh, a friend of mine, Howie Atherton. We went to Mancini's on Seventh Street. To watch uh, him doing his Elvis uh, tribute show, mm-hmm. and uh, Mancini's is a staple, of course, in downtown St. Paul area. Love Been around that for place. fifty, seventy-five years, whatever. And we didn't realize it was going to be it was it was the appreciation night for Mancini's mm-hmm. guests and customers. The place was jammed, of course, and they fed everybody. It was like a, a buffet kind of thing, but you, you tons of food for anybody who came in the door, uh-huh. and. Uh, so we thought it was all for Howie. No, it was just for uh, a lot of us were for Miami City's customers. But that's a lot of fun doing that Wednesday night. And then uh, Friday night we went to, uh, uh, what did we do on Friday night? We went to see, oh, they had Motown Christmas, which was at the Ames, Ames Center. And uh, you wanted to tell your kids something. You I think, some- are you looking for that booklet, that yeah. pamphlet? I think it's in the break room on the table. Hey, Nick. Nick, can you go get a blue booklet on the table in, in, in the, the break room? Right back there. Yep. In that room I think right Brandon's next to got it. Oh, Brandon's on it. Oh, cool. He's a good guy. We went to Motown Christmas at Ames Center, which was really, really, really cool. Appreciate that, buddy. And uh, uh, they had one guy from the Temptations, one guy from the from the Imperials, and they sang some Christmas songs, but a lot of Motown stuff of all the yeah. songs you know as well. And I had a lot of fun doing that. And last night, my wife and I went to uh, the uh, Renaissance Hotel downtown Minneapolis, the Depot, right on right on Washington there. And there was a an organization called Jeremiah, the Jeremiah Program, celebrating 25 years. And what they do, they work with single parents and help those single parents and kids get to the next level. Um, I'm with education, with jobs, with babysitting, mm-hmm. with all kinds of things, financing sometimes as well. And they do it for a long, long time. And it was a big, big deal. And I didn't realize how big it was, but my son, Joel, uh, his company bought a table. You got to buy a table. There's live auctions and there's food and there's music and whatnot. And they're trying to raise money for this organization, which is well deserved. But I got to share some of this stuff. So I, I'm not afraid to spend a few bucks. So uh, the yeah, ta- you are. What are you ta- talking about? <laughs> one table to reserve a table for about seven, eight people, maybe nine people, was four thousand dollars. There had to be close to a hundred tables there. Which I went to college. That's got to be close to four hundred grand right there, right? And then they had some live auction items as well, and I'm going to share. And, and so I'm going to throw 100 bucks, 500 bucks. I'll do it. I'll go 200, whatever it is. Yeah. The first item they did was a, a cabin up in Nisswa, I think it was, for two bedrooms, two baths, nice lake for a week for a family of four, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think, well, that's a cool idea. I could probably get it and, and maybe share it with some people like that. What would that go for? Under in, normal circumstances. In normal pricing? Normal two, pricing. Two grand, maybe? $7,000. Wow. Went for seven grand. Uh, then they had a, a chef make a special dinner at his restaurant. His name is David Fema. A lot of people know who he is. And for eight people, a dinner and cocktails and all that kind of stuff made by him, what do you think that went for? Mm, I don't know. $3,000? Ten grand. 
Jeez. Live auction, 10 grand. Uh, a wine tasting thing for 15 people, $12,000. Uh, a golf So trip. did you bid like 200 just so you felt good oh, about I Like, felt hey, good. I'm yeah, part yeah. of this. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, hup, hup. yeah, one of those things. Yeah, and Diana's saying, You're always super happy when someone outbids you yeah, on these Di- things. Diana says, keep the card down. Yeah, Don't yeah. put that card. Yeah. Here was a golf trip to uh, Michigan, $10,000. A Napa Valley wine tasting thing and dinner and all that. Twenty thousand went for twenty grand. That did not include the wow. flight to get there. And the last thing they auctioned off was a Kentucky Derby trip. Not get down there. Kentucky Derby t- tickets, and then you have dinner and all that kind of crap. There, it went for twenty seven thousand oh, dollars for four people. That's like the Wildwood Lines dinner. Holy, buckets. so much money. We were jumping so, we were so all classed, man. And, uh, <laughs> but it was wonderful. So the Jeremiah program. If you know nothing about it, look it up. Uh, that has nothing to do with hunting and fishing, but I tell you what, it was an experience. I just felt well. Sounds like a great program. Oh, it's wonderful. But I tell you what, it felt good to schmooze with all the people because they thought I was rich too. Oh you know yeah. I mean? yeah, they thought you were in the club because <laughs> someone bought you a seat. Did you have a tux on or what? Uh, no, I had a nice suit, but I didn't wear the tie. I asked my son Joe, "What should I wear?" And I because yeah. I had a really cool tie picked out and all of that. Because I sold real estate for 34 years and and had some nice clothes and still do. I have a few suits. I gave a number of them away. But uh, that was a lot of fun. So I, I matched. I did okay. And I schmoozed. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. But $12 for a glass of wine, eh, it's out of my league. Yeah, no kidding. It's out of my league. But that was a lot of fun. So uh, now I'm getting ready for the s- summer. This coming week is going to be summer for the next four days, four or five days, I think. Yeah, 60-some yeah. degrees. It's, it's weird to be this late because it was so cold for a while. And it's getting warm again. So I don't know how that's going to screw up the deer populations but you said you read in an article that the total numbers are down this year is that correct uh yeah they are hang on i'll try to find that for you but anyway my my, my buddy bob Krejci just sent me, uh, me a text and mm-hmm. nebraska won a volleyball game today he was all excited about that so i don't know what that's all about uh bob's great yeah the, the deer numbers are down i was i read something in the saint paul pioneer press this morning and i was surprised not only are they down but they're really down okay it, the deer statewide, they're down 13% after the first weekend mm-hmm. as compared to 2022. Uh, the opening weekend tally is also down 28% from the five-year mean. That's 28% from the average for the last five years. That's a that's, lot. That's crazy. That's, and that, so who knows what's going to happen the second weekend. Northwest region, down 16%. Northeast region, where I used to hunt up in Ely, Minnesota, down 19% and 40% below the five-year mean. Where are they going? Uh, Central region, which is normally good, down 4%, and uh, that's about it. But it's crazy. They're down Hmm. a lot. That's a lot. Now, is that... Is the number of licenses down, or is that just the harvest? Harvest. Just harvest. That's the harvest. So people are out in the woods. They're just not shooting shooting deer. That's what they're saying, yeah. The firearms season continues through uh, November 19th in the 100 series with the Northeast up and all of that. But uh, they registered... 137,000 deer during the 2022 firearm season, a success rate of 29%, and they're down from that from last year. That's I, that's a lot. That's I wonder crazy. if the explosion of bow hunting and crossbowing is affecting that. So is that where someone takes a deer with a bow or a crossbow and then is more selective during gun season, waiting for a bigger buck, or or what do you think? Do you do you or do you think, just think deer numbers are down that much? I tell you what. Well, listen. Here's what Barb Keller said. You know who she is? She's the big game program leader in the, for the DNRs yeah. in the St. Paul area. 
And she said they anticipated numbers, lower numbers for northern Minnesota coming off a number, another mm-hmm. tough winter like last year. But not sure about the lower harvest in central and south. Uh, she thought everybody was on time for corn harvest, and, and uh, she thought everything looked good for numbers down there in central to southern Minnesota. And it just isn't there. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what the entire season brings out as compared to next year and how the hunter is going to bitch. You know, what do we do? What's the yeah. DNR do to make the hunting? I don't know. But it's, uh, it is interesting. And it's kind of sad because that's a big part of uh, the revenue for the state of Minnesota. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, as long as people are still out there and hunting, how much revenue is tied to whether they yeah. actually shoot one? Well, you got butchers, you got all kinds of yeah, things and all that true. kind of crap, you know, because you remember last year you got a deer and you got you spent about 300 bucks at a butcher. I had to, to go take a loan out and <laughs> uh, decided to do it myself this yeah. year. But yeah, that's, that's interesting. Um, you know, I haven't heard that deer population numbers are down. It's just people just aren't as successful this year. Speaking of uh, of processing deer... Uh, let's talk about the new sponsor is going to start today, going to be with us for the next couple of months. Yeah, let's thank Mike Heinen and Erica Heinen of Heinen Farms, um, your son, son, of course, and they are out of Chisago area, correct? Yeah, North Branch. Yeah. North Branch, and they are selling uh, whole half and quarter beef cattle. Yeah, custom uh, cut up. Yep, yep, custom cut up. Anything you want. Great people. I've been to the their ranch, and it's wonderful. Yeah. And so... I know a lot of people are complaining about prices at stores or quality, and this is a chance to, to secure some high-quality meat for your family. No, you so. mentioned uh, the ranch. It sounds like uh, Yellowstone. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not Yellowstone. <laughs> Mike but and Eric own uh, 100 acres, give or take. They're up in in, uh, in North Branch. They're, they're small-town people, and uh, uh, they're not a big business by any means, mm-hmm. but... Uh, they're raising, they're raising their cattle, and, and they're all, from the time the, 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 the calves are weaned to the time they're butchered, 100% from that point on, uh, they are, they are grain-fed, 100% grain-fed from the time they're weaned all the way up, and uh, that's mm-hmm. rare. And so uh, they, they brag about that. I've had the steaks, of course, and uh, now they're going to start uh, producing some of them and, and uh, butchering them for you and, and uh, processing them and, and, and sell them, like you said, um, custom cut them. Quarter halves, holes, and whatever. And, I'll uh, tell so, you, if so. you have a family and you go through a lot of beef, that is the way to do it. Oh, not, yeah. I mean, not only does it save, but the quality is better. But, um, you know, think if you're getting it for $5 a pound, that includes premium steaks, too. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. How much is a premium steak at at a grocery store? I don't you know. know what I, mean? I, don't, I don't do that. So my wife does 20 bucks stuff. a pound yeah. sometimes. Yeah. So um, it's, it's quality meat. It's a great deal. If you've ever been thinking about it, just call them and talk to them about it. It's uh, it's, it's an incredible process. Yeah, and that's a lo- they're local guys, of course, you know, and they work their butts off. And you know, Mike's a general contractor as well. But he does, he does, he's 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 hooked in farming, and uh, they're they're all in. They'll they'll treat you well. We'll do a couple of commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have them on the air next week to talk to us about it as well. But but uh, welcome Heinen Farm and Ranch, and uh, we're gonna have them as sponsors for a while. And if you want to reserve one, you can message us or email Heinen Farm and Ranch at gmail.com, H E I N E N Farm and Ranch at gmail.com, and uh, reserve yours today. Got a couple of great guests tonight on. We got uh, Tony Roach, one of our regulars. He's a great guy. What's Tony got going on? Yeah, exciting news. So, this involves my day job at Ron Share Productions. We're just starting to produce a new ice fishing show, topical. Um, on location, produced that week, um, minute by minute ice fishing show. It's something that we haven't really done before, and we're excited to do it um, because 
most of our shows are, are shot ahead of time, you know, like a year ahead of time. Yeah. Um, but this one is go out, shoot something, turn and burn, just so people can get the latest and greatest information on ice fishing. So, so this is the first time you guys are doing this with, with Ron Shearer Productions. Yep. So we, we've done turn and burn quick shows like the State Fair in Minnesota Bound where you're out there shooting and you have a crew ready to edit it. But this one is going to be consistently uh, out there getting information out traveling to different lakes and uh, getting it shot and cut and produced so it's on that weekend is it um, is it gonna be a half hour thing yep on Valley awesome. Sports North in Wisconsin so um, yeah Tony will tell us all about it but they have a, a bunch of lakes they're gonna go to and get the hottest tips and the hottest bites and and all the greatest gear I'm gonna have to ask Tony why why he doesn't you, you're part of Ron share productions yep. full-time job mm-hmm we do a radio show called The Four Outdoorsmen. How about if we get on this show once in a while? Like, huh? uh, because we don't really know what we're doing that much. <laughs> we're, we're good at being along for the ride and being shown what to do. That's why we have This Tony is going to have uh, experts that, that are getting on fish and um, giving the latest tips and tricks. So we're excited to, to partner with Tony on this show. We're excited to promote it. It should be airing in a couple weeks here to start. And uh, we'll learn all about that. Second guest we have is Ryan Sathery. You're going to get to some shout-outs here next mm-hmm. up. Ryan Sathery is out of Adams, Minnesota, a friend of ours. He's, uh, he, of course, all these guys hunting fish, and their family has some property down there in Adams, Minnesota. Uh, Ryan's son got a beautiful monster buck for the youth hunt, and uh, his Ryan's brother, uh, Kevin, his kid, Bo, got a beautiful buck just last week as well. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And Ryan promises me a great story, a buck fever story to embarrass his brother, Kevin. And we're going to hear what Bob Was that, that Kevin's living room that was like a yes. world-class yeah. like museum well, of giant trophy deer? We're talking, I'll, I'll, I'll post that if you want. Kevin will let me do that. It was, it was unreal. Yeah, it was, uh, was not his. He had to add a room to his house for all the deer mounts he's got. That's I've never cool. seen such a collection of giant bucks in my life. Gorgeous. Than Gorgeous. his living room. Gorgeous. You got some shout-outs? Yeah, I have some shout-outs here. Thanks for everyone writing into the Four Doorsman shout-out. Um First one is from Twin Cities Wallies Unlimited. It says, hope everyone was able to get out the great outdoors this weekend, catching some fish or filling the tag. Looking forward to our next meeting, December 7th. Brian Bro Brosdahl is talking walleye ice tactics. He's a great guy. We need to have him on sometime. My good friend Matt Newman says, interloin on the menu tonight. He had a successful hunt on his new property outside of Rochester, Minnesota. And Shannon Cruz looks like his hunting party had some successful hunting and... Uh, Looks like a good time there. Some deer down, some deer down. Shout out to my friend Eric, who got a couple does this week, and uh, all of you that are putting meat on the table. We've got to do a shout out to the young men that I met at the hockey game. Yeah, Casey Bergwald is the son of our coach, Nick's coach, and he's on the Centennial fishing team. Ooh. And he's going to be on probably in a couple months to talk about high school fishing with Centennial, which is uh, our school district. So want to want to learn more about that program. Yeah, good for him. Congratulations. I even man. offered use of my boat. Yes, you when did. He needed it. So yeah. I, will, I will back that up. And if he needs a boat, I will I will let him use it anytime. And I'll tell you, what, what's this kid's name again? Casey. Casey, I'll tell you what, if he offers you his boat, uh, consider yourself special because I've known him for a long, long time, and he won't even let me use his boat. He knows me, though. He doesn't let me use his boat. I just don't want you to back up my boat. You, uh, I, can that's, that. I can do that. I, I know. Can, just I kidding. All right. Well, we're ready for a break. Up next, Tony Roach with his new ice fishing show on The Four Outdoorsmen.
just enjoying Bob Outdoors with the four outdoorsmen on a Sunday evening. It's a good thing. Call Dazeal Heating and AC when you need dependable, affordable, and professional furnace repair at your home. Dazeal knows the feeling when your furnace goes out during a cold winter day. If you have a unit that's ready to roll over, Dazeal's team of licensed and certified HVAC technicians are here to help. Dazeal's trucks are stocked to repair any furnace system and can get your house warm and cozy again. Suspect a problem? Call the top dog today before your furnace goes out. They will come running to your rescue before it is too late. DazealHVAC.com the 2023 Hardwater Ice Fishing Expo is coming back to the National Sports Center in Blaine, November 17th through the 19th, featuring the latest gear like augers, tackle, rods, reels, sleds, trailers, electronics, and more. Stick around for great pro seminars and learn tips and tricks that will help you catch more fish this winter. There's fun for kids and adults, so bring the whole family. You don't want to miss the 2023 Hardwater Ice Fishing Expo, November 17th through the 19th at the National Sports Center in Blaine. Hey, the four outdoorsmen have been to Devil's Lake many times and fall in love with it every time. Hard water's here, and Devil's Lake is just about as good as it gets. I'm going to name drop here. Kurt Walbeck of Outdoor Bound TV and John Hoyer, winner of the National Walleye Tour the last two years, are only two of the professional big shots that feel like Devil's Lake is overall the best fishery in the entire country. Saying a lot. Hey, before you head that way, get a hold of Strewman here. I'll put you in touch with a great guide, nice hotel, superb restaurants, whatever you need. Check it all out on devilslakemd.com. And thanks. Power Lodge is the number one source for ATVs in the upper Midwest. With the top three brands, including Polaris, CF Moto, and Can-Am, you're able to test drive them all in a head-to-head -head comparison to find the perfect ATV for hunting, ice fishing, plowing, and having the best time possible on four wheels. Power Lodge also offers all the best gear to fully customize your off-road vehicle, including plows, windshields, heated hand grips, gun scabbards, and more. Hey, one of the most beautiful winter settings in Minnesota is every square mile surrounding Ely. Ice fishing, of course, is superb and the options are nearly endless, but Arrowhead Outdoors, well, it's a must stop for every hiker, hunter, or fisherman heading that way because Chris and Steve, eh, they pretty much know it all. Hey, once again, Steve has fish houses for rent on the doorstep of the Bounty Waters. He fishes a lot and as a result knows where to put those babies and it'll put the odds in your favor. Hey, I'll tell you what, reserve your fish house today. Go to arrowheadoutdoorseliemn.com. Clam Outdoors has what ice anglers need for ice fishing this winter. From portable fish traps and pop-up hub shelters to ice armor by Clam Outerwear and cold weather gear to stay warm on those cold winter days. Along with a wide array of accessories, Clam Pro Tackle, Frost Ice Line, rods, reels, and combos, and so much more. Whether you're a hardcore or casual ice angler, Clam has what you need for ice fishing. Check out the full line of ice fishing gear at ClamOutdoors.com. Did you know you can purchase fresh beef directly from your local rancher? You can, and it's available now. Heinen Farm and Ranch has limited quantities of premium quality grain-fed beef for sale. Holes, halves, or quarters at $4 a pound. Custom cuts of delicious beef with exceptional marbling. Taste the difference and support a local beef producer from Chisago County. Contact Heinen Farm and Ranch at gmail.com. Message us, the four outdoorsmen will put you in touch. Or call 651 Two six zero nine five zero three. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Total Country Bob FM. All right, we're back, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Four Outdoorsman. Let's get right to this because Tony Roach is a good friend of ours. It's been really nice to be a guest a couple of times a year, probably since we started this game. In 2014. Tony, how are you doing, young man? Should I say it again? Tony, are you there, brother? Yeah, oh. now I can hear you. Yeah, right. What's funny, hey, Tony, we're, we're in one studio, and Brandon and, and Garrett are in the other studio. And uh, Garrett says, ah, not, he's been around for about a year now. So Brandon's the guy in charge. And all of a sudden, I see him running around like uh, chickens with a head head cut off. They're trying to push buttons and that kind of crap. It's kind of it's kind of entertaining. It's, it's kind of fun. fun. It is kind of fun. Hey Tony, so we're really excited to have you on air. Now I I work at Ron Share Productions and I've witnessed lots of super secret meetings of groups of people coming in and out of my office nonstop over the last couple of weeks. And uh, I saw you in there the other day, and finally my uh, suspicions were confirmed. So. I can finally finally announce it. Why don't you announce what viewers can expect to see on Bally Sports North and Wisconsin in a couple weeks here? Oh, a brand new show, Dialed in Angling, uh, through Ron Share Productions. We're pretty excited to get this thing kicked off. Uh, I'm excited. I think the format's going to be very well received by you know all anglers out there that are looking for good quality fishing information that's relevant to the Midwest. Um, you know, that's what we're trying to bring. I've myself have always been a person that's really good about sharing information on bites, whether it be a Malax or Winnie or Leech or wherever they, it, you know, I fish I'm I'm good about putting content out there and, uh, couldn't be more excited about dial and angling. Cause that's exactly what we're going to do. Not only with, with me on the show hosting and fishing across the Midwest, but we've got a lot of great contributors um that are just as dialed in as i am to, and just as excited to get uh anglers into different bites and to inform you of what's going on everything from ice conditions to you know the latest fishing reports and i think we've got a real home run for success here uh i think you know the, the anybody who loves the sport of ice fishing is going to love the way we kick this thing off here this december Hey, Tony Struman here. Thanks again for joining us. You know, Mark was telling me off the air uh, a couple of minutes ago that this thing is going to be so timely. You guys are going to be fishing and doing your thing one week, and within the next two weeks, you're going to be on uh, the Ron Share production dialed in angling 
within a week or two. Isn't that kind of unprecedented? Is that rare to have that quick of a turnaround? Yeah, I mean, uh, we're really going to try to film that week, and then film, and then it, it'll air that at the end of the week. So this isn't going to be two weeks out. I mean, a lot of what we're doing is going to be shot that week, um, and uh, you know, I think that's important because. You know, as anglers are starting to plan their trips, where we're going to go, uh, they want to know what's hot, uh, what's clicking. You know, it always seems like, you know, from year to year, from season to season, there's bites that happen, and, you know, you want to be the first to know about it. We want to bring our consumers that information that week. So everything we talk about that week um, and and the content we put together that week will air that week. So, uh, yeah, it's sort of a, a um, you know a, a fast paced show, but um, you know it's going to bring relevant information to, to anglers out there, and, and they'll know hey, what's going on this week? Uh, we'll air it this week. So, uh, yeah, everything we're talking about is super super relevant, hot on the hot off the presses type of thing, and, uh, yeah, couldn't be more excited. Is this going to be difficult for you as far as timing is concerned? Because you are a very, very busy gentleman with your family, your kids, sports, and your guiding, I'm anticipating, quite a bit as well. How much input are you going to have in what gets aired? Are you just going to be doing the fishing they send and, and communication, of course, on the show, uh, on, the, on the films? And then they send it to somebody else, or are you involved in helping edit this thing and, and figure out what's going to be what's going to be put on the air? Fortunately for me, I I get to do the fishing part, uh, you know, and then I'll leave the editing up to the experts. Okay. Um, they've got a whole uh, staff of, of folks that um, that's all they do, and so you know the difficult part for shooting something like this is weather right ice fishing and weather uh, we want to be fishing all across the hottest bites across the midwest and you know wet weather's going to be an issue i mean it always is in the winter but uh, i'm looking forward to the challenge yeah just uh one more thing to add uh, to the plate as far as busyness but i like the challenge i, I you know i love going to different locations and exploring different bites anyway and so we'll be able to showcase that you'll go you know hopefully the viewers are going to be able to see how i go about finding fish how i go about catching fish uh you know what's the best method and i'm I'm hoping that that's a large part of the show not just showing up on a location hey this is what we're catching and that's it we're going to get really in-depth dialed in angling is trying to get you know, anglers dialed in on what's going on. You know, what's the hottest lures at what depth? Where are these fish at? And how am I finding them? Cool. Tony, I, I know personally that you have a lot of great companies backing this show and backing you. Can you can you name off a few of the partners that are involved in, in this show? Well, I mean, the biggest sponsor would be Strike Master, Rapala. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're they're uh, they were first on board. They were kind of the um, driving force behind this thing so you know um that that's kind of the launching pad and then you know the, the cool part about what we're doing here is um there's no like hidden agenda like we right. just want to go fishing and showcase uh you know how i'm catching fish and how i'm going about catching fish so uh where are these hottest locations where are some of these bites how can 
viewers out there come to those same locations, use those same tactics, and be successful on their own. And that's sort of what we want to do with dialed in angling. Are you cringing a little bit that it's supposed to be 60 degrees for tomorrow and through Wednesday? Are you just praying for <laughs> cold temperatures here? Yeah, I mean, um, I usually do this time of year anyway because I, <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm one of those seasonal anglers. Like, I love this time of year. I've been staring at trees for the last two weeks and chasing deer that don't show up, so I'm pulling my hair out. I'm ready for ice. But, you know, the same thing can be said in March, like March, April, like last April when winter kept on hanging on. Like, I was just pleading for open water. Yeah. So I love the season changes. That's why I love fishing in Minnesota because I'm ready for the next season. And, uh, yeah, I'm at that point. I mean, I, this week, actually, I can get caught up on all the things I didn't do during deer season. So, <laughs> you know, these temperatures are welcome. But after this week, it can get cold uh, all at once. And, uh, yeah, don't no. yeah, don't let it get a, let it get cold for another five or six days because I'm going golfing three times this week and I'm telling you it's, it's going to be sixty degrees and and I've got my wife is at, is at the cabin in Chautauqua, Wisconsin right now and I'm going up there right after the show and I've got a couple of pair of cutoffs uh, plaqued with me and I'm gonna I'm gonna take advantage of it because I'm uh, I'm more of the warm weather guy myself as compared to ice fishing. Get back to your show, dialed in angling that's going to be on Valley Sports through Ron Shearer Productions here soon. Uh, What's the genesis? How does this thing start? Who contacts who to get an idea like this rolling? How does that start? Um, you know, it was sort of a culmination of a bunch of people, you know, sort of brainstorming things. You know, uh, I was talking to a few of the guys at Rapala. They had already talked to Ron Shero about, you know, Ron Shero Productions and, and Bill Shirk and Travis Frank about maybe doing something like this. And so... Um, you know, we kind of all put our heads together and then came up with some really good ideas, some really good concepts for the show. Uh, like I said, we're going to have a lot of great contributors on a weekly basis that are going to bring relevant fishing information all winter long. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm excited about this challenge just because I think it's a format that people can gravitate towards. You know, I've always tried to put content out there that I think are about, think is, 100% value value to other anglers because right, right. I've always said anglers earn from learn from other anglers and uh, this show is going to do that it's going to give um, it's going to shed a lot of light on what's going on out there in all aspects of um, ice fishing not just going out hole hopping and ice trolling uh, we'll be doing some of that but we're going to be doing some wheelhouse fishing we're going to be fishing all over the Midwest destinations that are very attainable by all of our viewers uh and bites that they can get to you know within a day or so yeah. and um you know i think that's intriguing to people if, 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 if it's something that they can load up the family or load up some buddies or friends and go do this the next week um you know it's a win-win for everybody you know i don't think um I'm, a lot of people, a lot of people do understand that, but many, many don't. That realize how good winter fishing is in the state of Minnesota. You know, Adam Griffith is a good friend of ours. He's got, the, he's he's a guy down here, and, and the crappies that he comes up with, and a lot of you guys, especially pine fish, there's monsters out there. I mean, you don't have to drive five, six, seven hours and go to Canada to catch really, really, really nice fish. 
You guys know your stuff. I'm excited about seeing this stuff myself. Um, when uh, let's let's say the fishing, we have a storm, like a four or five day lug lull in, in ice fishing conditions, whatnot. Are you still gonna? You can you can tell, have a joke book in your fish house and tell stories. Is that is there any possibility? Are you concerned that you're not gonna have enough good stuff for a show? Well, what we're gonna do is we're we'll obviously have a backup plan. We've got a we've got. We're going to be filming shows that are be backups in case something like that happens. But yeah. our goal is every week to go out regardless, um, you know, of, of conditions, because that's that's reality. That's fishing, right? Yeah. Uh, you plan a fishing trip with your buddies. You know, it snows a foot uh, while you're there, or, you know, just before you get there, and then you have to deal with it, right? That's, are, are that's you, what uh, we're going to do. Yeah, you're going to be fishing with nothing but, but professionals, or are you going to be doing some guiding and have some of the general public involved in the shows as well probably a little of both but you know i that's what i do is find fish so yeah um i want to showcase that first and foremost you know how i go about finding fish that's what i do that's what i do best and so some of these locations that we'll be going to you know obviously it'll be uh the first time i'm there all year or maybe i haven't been there in three or four or five years right. and this is how i go about drilling holes looking for fish getting on top of them uh, you know, getting dialed in, and that's why we came up with that name. Let's talk about your summer for a second. Here we have a couple of minutes left. Got any special stories about the uh, your success or failures of uh, summer fishing 2023? I think all in all, it was probably the best year I had as far as top to bottom cool. fishing success. Uh, the weather was fantastic. You know, that, that real warm-up this spring, right. I was really worried that the surface temperatures are going to get out of control and, you know, things were going to be weird all summer, and they weren't. Um, you know, as we got into, Ju- uh, I'm sorry, J- July and August, things kind of plateaued a little bit more, and surface temperatures really kind of plateaued out. And fishing was excellent all year. I didn't have a lull uh, at all this winter, or this summer. It seemed like from opener on all the way through september we had great weather through october we had great weather uh the fishing was fantastic yeah i i had just a fantastic year i had fun fishing everywhere i went um got to fish a lot of new bodies of water good for you just even locally like um you know small lakes that i always wanted to get to that i just didn't make time for and now um you know i'm trying to make time for that uh you know, you had you had mentioned earlier fishing with my family. You know, I love fishing with my son. My son's a fishing nut. Both my kids love to fish. And, um, but my son, I, I, you know, we just we have certain lakes that we've always wanted to try that we've never hit, and we just went there blind, launched the boat, and boom, you know, started catching fish. Whether it was largemouth, smallmouth, walleyes, whatever it, it may be, uh, we just kind of started fishing and. Uh, you know, doing what I do on a daily basis, guiding, just putting the electronics down, start looking, all of a sudden, oh, there's fish, and started fishing them and had a lot of fun doing that. Um, did some destinations, went out to Skakawea. I love that body of water. I think next year we're going to try to shoot for, like, Fort Peck. Uh, that's a place that I've never fished before but always wanted to go. Um, yeah, it was just all in all just an awesome summer of fishing. I'll tell you what, you're very, very blessed. Tony Roach, one of our great friends, he's one of the most successful guides in the state of Minnesota by far. The TV show is going to be called Dialed In Angling on Bally Sports. And uh, tell you what, Tony, we're excited about uh, to watching this and, and chiming in. And 
We're, we're pulling for you. We're pulling for you. We're hoping the best. Have a great season. Be safe this winter. Uh, thanks for being part of the 4 Outdoorsman, as you always have been generous to do. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Good take luck care, Tony. Good, good luck with the show. Yeah, take care, guys. You bet. Bye-bye. Going to be right back with Ryan Sadry from Adams, Minnesota. Pork chop. Pork chop. That's what his name is. Yeah. Bob FM's Minnesota Country Salute CD Project is back for its final year. 20 homegrown artists have come together with Bob FM to create another album to raise money for the Minnesota Military Family Foundation and Minnesota Wheels of Honor. When you buy yours, you're helping the servicemen and women, first responders, and their families overcome the sacrifice they make for your safety. Find out where you can buy yours at mybobcountry.com on sale now. The 2023 Hardwater Ice Fishing Expo is coming back to the National Sports Center in Blaine, November 17th through the 19th, featuring the latest gear like augers, tackle, rods, reels, sleds, trailers, electronics, and more. Stick around for great pro seminars and learn tips and tricks that will help you catch more fish this winter. There's fun for kids and adults, so bring the whole family. You don't want to miss the 2023 Hardwater Ice Fishing Expo, November 17th through the 19th at the National Sports Center in Blaine. Hey, the four outdoorsmen have been to Devil's Lake many times and fall in love with it every time. Hard water's here, and Devil's Lake is just about as good as it gets. I'm going to name drop here. Kurt Walbeck of Outdoor Bound TV and John Hoyer, winner of the National Walleye Tour the last two years, are only two of the professional big shots that feel like Devil's Lake is overall the best fishery in the entire country. Saying a lot. Hey, before you head that way, get a hold of Strewman here. I'll put you in touch with a great guide, nice hotel, superb restaurants, whatever you need. Check it all out on devilslakend.com. And thanks. Clam Outdoors has what ice anglers need for ice fishing this winter. From portable fish traps and pop-up hub shelters to ice armor by Clam Outerwear and cold weather gear to stay warm on those cold winter days. Along with a wide array of accessories, Clam Pro Tackle, Frost Ice Line, rods, reels, and combos, and so much more. Whether you're a hardcore or casual ice angler, Clam has what you need for ice fishing. Check out the full line of ice fishing gear at ClamOutdoors.com. Hey, one of the most beautiful winter settings in Minnesota is every square mile surrounding Ely. Ice fishing, of course, is superb and the options are nearly endless, but Arrowhead Outdoors, well, it's a must stop for every hiker, hunter, or fisherman heading that way because Chris and Steve, eh, they pretty much know it all. Hey, once again, Steve has fish houses for rent on the doorstep of the Bounty Waters. He fishes a lot and as a result knows where to put those babies and it'll put the odds in your favor. Hey, I'll tell you what, reserve your fish house today. Go to arrowheadoutdoorselymn.com. Tired of losing your valuables down the ice fishing hole? Our friend Bill Katz with BK Outdoors LLC has the most simple, affordable solution on the market. Katz covers are a strong polycarbonate hole cover you can stand on and fish through. Your phone, electronics, keys, kids, and pets can now be safe with this simple solution. Go to CatsCovers.com. That's K-A-T-Z-K-O-V-E-R-Z.com. Made in Minnesota, a veteran-owned company. You can order yours directly or visit one of Bill's great retail partners to get yours now. Welcome new sponsors, Erica and Mike Heinen. They own Heinen Farm and Ranch, a small local business that produces some of the most delicious grain-fed beef with exceptional marbling. I'll tell you what, choose your own custom cuts or fill the freezer with your, your uh, premium quantity or quality quarter or half or whole darn cow if you want. I'll tell you what, to find out more about it, 
contact Heinen Farm and Ranch and reach out to uh, Eric and Mike at 651-260-9503. And uh, they'll take care of you. I'll tell you what, small town farmers, wonderful folks, premium quality grain-fed beef. I'll tell you what, that's Heinen Farm and Ranch, and thank you. Power Lodge is the number one source for ATVs in the upper Midwest. With the top three brands, including Polaris, CF Moto, and Can-Am, you're able to test drive them all in a head-to-head comparison to find the perfect ATV for hunting, ice fishing, plowing, and having the best time possible on four wheels. Power Lodge also offers all the best gear to fully customize your off-road vehicle, including plows, windshields, heated hand grips, gun scabbards, and more. All right, here we go. We're back. I'll tell you what, let's have some fun, man. This is all about laughing and learning on the Four Outdoorsman. And this guy named Ryan Porkchop Sathry is a guy who likes to laugh. And uh, I think he learns a little bit sometimes as well. Ryan, how are you, sir? Welcome to the Four Outdoorsman. <laughs> hey, Good evening, everyone. How are you guys doing? Good to hear from you. Every Hope day's a well gift. There. Yeah, we're doing fine. I miss You're... your voice. It's been a while. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you joined us. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's here because it's his brother. Now, Kevin's your brother, right? You, Kevin and Ryan, sadly, the same. He must be brothers, right? Yep, we're brothers. Yep, he's he's 11 and a half y- uh, months younger than me. Well, you're weasel. Irish twins. Yeah, the old man was busy. Irish twins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> you guys live down in Adams, Minnesota, down in that general area, and I know you've been farming and doing other things. You're a fireman as well, are you not? Yeah, we're both we both volunteer firefighters for the local ambulance or local fire department here in town. Yep. Good for you guys. And then I, re- I have full I time that. in Rochester. Yeah. What's that? I respect that. You know, I'm up here and. and Lived in Montemedi most of my life. I know a lot of volunteer firemen from Lake Elmo and Montemedi and all of that. And uh, it's um, sure. people think it's a piece of cake. You go sit around the firehouse all day and wait for something to happen. It takes an awful lot to maintain your 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 uh, credentials to to become a fireman and stay a fireman. So I respect you guys for doing it, and we thank you very much for your service. And that's that's well, from I the heart. I appreciate that. That's yeah. very kind. Yeah, we we enjoy it. It's a lot of training, but it's. It's just what we do down here in the heartland. You know, I tell you what, a good friend of mine, Bob Byerly, who was the he was the chief of Montemedi for a number of years. He's retired now, and I do a lot of things online. I try to make people laugh, and sometimes it works, and yeah. sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> and I and uh, at at the uh, it does. You know, some it isn't all going to work. You know, but one time uh, about four or five years ago, um, I was cleaning out a fire pit at our cabin, and uh, a small one right around our house. And going to clean out and take all the ashes and put them down in a big pile up out in the middle out there. And Diana says, don't do it yet. Maybe the ashes aren't done. Ah, don't worry. So I put them in a wheelbarrow, and I forgot about it. And I came, and the wheelbarrow melted. And it was a big hole in it, you know? <laughs> and so I took I took a picture of myself looking through the wheelbarrow. And some, all my wife did was bitch about, don't do this, don't do that. And she, and, you know, she was right, of course. And when Bob, right. when Bob Byerly saw me with that photograph of, of, those, of that wheelbarrow that burned... From the ashes that weren't put out completely yet, he he rolled sure. me he rolled me real hard. He says, "Man, that's that." He wasn't happy with Steve, <laughs> Steve Struzinski, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's how the big ones start. That's how the big ones start. Hey, I'll tell you what. Let's talk a little bit about deer hunting. You guys have some nice property down there, <laughs> but you don't do all of your hunting just on your property, do you? No, we don't have we don't not on just our property. This year we we did a lot on well where we pheasant hunted on the on the governor's open when we first met you guys. Yeah. 
Um, that's where, and that's on Weasel's uh, CRP. He's got a bunch of CRP, probably around 120 acres there total. Yeah. And then a real good friend of his, Jim, um, to the south owns, owns some, and we've been able to hunt that and it's just been great. We're super thankful to be able to have had that opportunity and, and it's been good. So, but we do have some of our own pieces. Uh, Kevin's got some, I've got a little spot. We kind of bounce around. We're flat and square here, so we don't have the big woods, big tundra like up there, northern Minnesota, but, you know, lots of sloughs, waterways, uh, little groves here and there, and CRP. So, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I'll tell you what, I'm surprised that the town of Adams, Minnesota is still around when when two prominent, the most two of the most prominent people in Adams are named Porkchop and Weasel, you know, it's a, you know, and that just drives. How's that well, town not burned to the yeah, ground? How's that town not burned to the ground? And Weasel, can you picture this? Weasel was the mayor of Adams. Vote for Weasel. Vote for Weasel. <laughs> <laughs> if he screws up, yeah. Porkchop will back take when, over. Yeah. Back yeah. when phone, back when phone books were around, still. It was actually his his name, Jim Sastry, and in parentheses it said Weasel right in the phone book. It was printed. Oh, that's Fantastic. oh, that is classic. That is classic. Yeah. Let's, so, so yeah. you guys, um, your son had a uh, his name is Jack, I believe. Am I correct? Was it Jack? Yep. 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 Jack is thirteen. So this year we've had just a phenomenal year. This an awesome year, and Jack is thirteen years old. Uh, he's He's hunting really hard. He's really getting into it. Kevin's bow, Kevin's son, Bo, is 14. Yeah. And it's fun to watch these two boys just really take off and, and really work hard at hunting. And we've seen they, they put cameras up. They're into the food plots. I mean, they're, they're preparing all year long. So it's not, you know, the youth openers here, let's go hunting. It's, it's, they're ready. And they've been out archery hunting. Of course, Jack's 13. So we got to, I got to have an adult here. Kevin or I'll go take and sit with Jack. But, he sat, uh, Kevin, Jack, and I, and Bo, we we went to crossbows this year. So yep. everybody that's the crossbow haters, we did it. <laughs> uh, yep. But uh, so they really hunted hard with the crossbows, had some close encounters, and uh, just nothing nothing that, we, that they were satisfied with. Uh, it's just what we do. Uh, we have the opportunity with our own land and the land that uh, we're able to hunt like weasels. Um, we have the opportunity to manage somewhat, and it's just it's just something we do. We have a little rule between us, uh, Kevin and I, and the kids. If uh, if you shoot a buck, it goes on the wall. Otherwise, you you pay the other one the fine for for uh, not mounting it, which is the cost of a mount. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, funny. So yeah, Jack on the on the youth opener, we sat out on um, on that CRP where we had pheasant hunted. It's right. that area. I'll show you in a few weeks. And, uh, we sat there, um, had, I heard some, the way that I hadn't been in the stand for a while, it's a two man ladder stand and I could hear some rustling around behind me in the cornfield. And I, on the way in, I thought, Jesus trails awfully close to the stand. They, the deer had moved their trail. Like I said, I hadn't been in the stand for a year or better, Yeah, maybe even two. And I thought, Jesus, you know, I, I'm not gonna be able to look around very good in the back and I could hear some rustling around and. I turned and looked ever so slowly and cranked my neck all the way around. I looked down and there he looks up at me and he was a, he was a big deer. Yes. And I thought, oh boy, this just got busted, you know, and he turned around and walked back into the corn and I told Jack, I'm like, he was just there. If I wanted to turn around, he would have come right under us, you know, and we waited it out. We had time. I said, well, we'll just sit till dark, dark and, uh, we'll walk on out of here. And, you know, we didn't spook him. But he, he knew something was up. 
And right before we were going to, I looked down and there was uh, five minutes left of shooting time. And I looked to the south and what that buck had done is he'd walked the corn south at about 80 yards and then stepped out into the CRP. And uh, I looked and I looked south and I said, Jack, there he is. And he turned and got all set up and I said, hang on a second. I looked at my phone. We had two minutes of shooting time left. And he squeezed the trigger and he lunged and took off turned and dropped and got up and took off again it looked like he got up and took off again so we sat it and we got down we went home put everything away and come back with uh flashlights weasel came and helped us and we tracked and tracked and tracked and but boy we this is a clean miss and uh sure enough we we come upon him so it was a nice 14 legal point 153 inch buck yeah so, I, I posted that buck on the on my facebook page this morning and in our for Outdoorsman Facebook page as well, and it's like sure. it's like was that his first deer then? No, that's his third. He's, his first deer was a uh, little spiker. We let the kids shoot whatever they want their first year, right? If we take nieces and nephews or friends, and then after that we go up from there. So he's got a decent eight pointer that he shot the exact same day two years prior when he was twelve. Oh, that's crazy! So, hey, did yeah. uh, the deer that he that uh, Jack shot this year? Was that on camera as well at some time? So nobody has pictures of him that we know of, and that's what's unique around here where we hunt is Kevin. If Kevin goes to town to get parts or Weasel goes to town to get parts or coffee or whatever they're going to do, they're hunting. They're looking. They're watching fence line groves. Their their heads are on swivels, you yeah, know? Yeah, So we have – we Kevin – names the deer around here i mean he's, he's got them named but oh. nobody has pictures of this deer that's so that was kind of neat interesting yeah hey last week for a few minutes we were talking about early years of hunting i was i started up in ely minnesota when i was 13 years old and we talked a little bit about buck fever i only had a once that i remember when I was my first year when i saw the legs of a deer didn't know if it was a buck or a doe and i, I didn't have a shot and it took so long for that deer to come out in the open my leg was just going like a like a, a drummer on the bass doing this kind of stuff, you know, and I, I, it just happened to me. And and Kevin was mentioning to me that that uh, he you you like to make fun of him about him having buck fever at some time in his career. Can you share share the story he's talking about? Who Kevin? Yeah, yeah. So his buck fever story is this year. So his oh. Kevin's son Bo. Kevin's son, Bo, shot a nice, so opening morning, I shot a nice one out of the same stand as Jack, 150-and-a-half-inch 10-pointer. Uh, wow. And Weasel shot a nice 8-pointer across the across the field from me that morning, real nice deer. And then his Kevin's son, Bo, shot a nice 10-pointer over in his Jeez. sapwoods where, where Kevin, that's a 153-inch 10-pointer, uh, where Kevin has his sap trees. Yeah, right. So... It's Addie and I now, it's Kevin's daughter, I'm hunting with her, um, and then Kevin's out trying to fill his tag, and we're just giving him crap how safe of a hunter he is. So this year, uh, before before slug season, we're, we're hitting it hard with the bows, and uh, Kevin's got a R26X uh, Raven, and that's a shorter, shorter bow, the safety's way on the back. And there's this buck running around here called, his name is Sneaky Pete. He's probably seven. He's probably seven years old, seven, seven and a half, however the years end up there. But he, he's big. He's very mature buck. And Kevin shot over his back three years ago and, and missed him. Clean miss. 
And so Kevin's just, and he's a real pretty red deer, and Kevin wants this deer in the worst way. And Halloween night, he gets gets a shot at it, but but didn't it didn't pan out. And he's just disgusted. He's like, he was right there. I just couldn't, you know, just didn't didn't work out. So then two days later, he's got a camera down in his pasture, and which is not far from his house. He used to be our horse pasture growing up. And he's text, he calls me. He's like, hey, I got a picture of Sneaky Pete. He's in the pasture. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, I'm going to sit here. Bo, his son, Bo, is going to sit there. And I went to a different spot in case he, he busted out or whatever. So we're all set up on him. And it's about dark, and Kevin calls me, and he, he's just really frantic in his voice, and he's mad. And I said, what's wrong? And he's like, well, he come out, and he said, we left some corn in along the edge of the, of the buffer strip we have planted in there. He said, I, I, didn't, I didn't see him, so he said, I belly crawled down the corn a ways and got set up, and he said, I saw him at 40 yards broadside, which is a, which is a safe shot with a crossbow. Yeah, right. Right, and he said I was going to take it, but he's like he's come. Pete's sneaky. Pete was coming perfect for me, so he stood there and he stood there, and Kevin just locked. He was aimed. He was all set, and sneaky Pete came fifteen yards broadside. Stood there and looked the opposite direction at Kevin, and he squeezed in his trigger, just squeezing, and he forgot to take his safety off. Oh my god! Oh my lord! Oh my lord! <laughs> so Pete. He could hear the click from Kevin touching the trigger. It's just like tick, tick, tick. And right. Kevin, you know, the the 26, it's a real short one, so the safety's right up in your shoulder. So he's trying to fidget with the safety. Pete looks at him and takes off running. Oh, my oh. God. Oh, God. <laughs> so sneak, Sneaky Pete is still running out there, right? Sneaky Pete remains. Yeah, there's he's still alive. We haven't seen him. Um, some of our properties are close to town, and our town, our small little town, has a nice park and some private land around it that some of these mature bucks know to go there, and it's a safe place for them. So we're thinking that's where he's at. Oh, that's interesting. I'll tell but, you what, you know, it's uh, uh, I'll have to give uh, I'll be I'll be down there with uh, my my buddy Paul Springer on the Black Friday. Yeah. You guys are gonna help me help me shoot a bird, and I'll, if I hear a cackle, I'm gonna shoot. I promise. And. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. It's inside story. Bring there, my uh, muzzle loader and shoot Sneaky Pete. I'll shoot Sneaky Pete. I'll bring my. I'll bring. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring my. I'll bring my. My. I'll borrow a crossbow. But no, we'll have some fun. So I tell you, I'm looking forward to uh, to heading down to Adams, Minnesota, to, to meet Weasel and Porkchop and Sneaky Pete and uh, all these weird guys down there. But it's going to be a lot yeah. of fun. Well, Kevin should yeah, be. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. We've been. That's where we've been hunting pretty hard the last few. Well, since well. Since shotgun, even a little bit before that, we've been we've been pretty hitting that pretty hard, and you will not believe the birds that are out there. It, we're gonna have a good time. Uh, we'll have some fun. Every day's a gift, young man. Ryan, I tell you what, thanks for being so nice and being on the show. We're gonna wrap this up. Real Talk Outdoors is right behind us. I'll talk to you before we head down there to see what we've got to bring, and uh, I'm gonna bring a couple extra bucks as well because I'm gonna buy buy a couple bottles of Misky and uh, oh yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Hey, thanks to you and your family for being such friends of the Four Outdoorsmen. We'll see you guys on Black Friday. Say hi to your family, and uh, thanks for being on the show. I'll do that. Thank Take, you, guys. You Take go. Care. Take care, buddy. What a great guy, huh? Ryan Porkchop Sathry from Adams, Minnesota, and, and uh, Tony Roach, who's going to be on the Ron Share Productions here in a couple of weeks, I'm guessing. Yeah, dialed in angling. A lot of fun, but we have a great show. We have a lot of laughs. We learn a lot. But I tell you what, have a great week. It's going to be beautiful weather outside, and my buddy Mark's got something to say. Get outside and make some memories.